Joining us now here at the Tar Spot Summit in Indianapolis, we have Del Unger with us, Unger Farms in Carlisle, Indiana. And Del, first off, great to catch up with you, sir. Hope you're doing well. We had, we had a great Thanksgiving and glad to be here. Well, let's talk Tar Spot, Del. Um, I, I know this is an issue, and obviously it's why we are here doing this Tar Spot Summit. It's an issue that has pro- progressively just gotten worse and worse. Talk a little bit about your experience with Tar Spot on your farm here in Indiana, as I know that you know, Tar Spot's kind of worked its way from the south up here to the eastern Corn Belt and now starting to work its way west. But talk about your experience up till now with, with Tar Spot issues on your farm. We really saw Tar Spot uh, become very prevalent in our area in 2018. And it's just progressively gotten more widespread and its impacts have have been uh, more detrimental to yield as we went forward. 2021 was as near an ideal growing conditions as I've ever had in my career in 38 years. But uh, tar spot was just uh, one of those diseases that with those ideal growing conditions, if you've got ideal conditions to grow corn, you've got ideal conditions to grow disease. And so it it exploded in that regard. Uh, Herbicide or fungicide applications were just uh, paramount to uh, and the timing of them was very key as, as to how much time you bought and the products and all that. We saw such a uh, response to the fungicide that this year we decided we were going to make a two-pass application to, to buy us more time for that grain field period. Well, when I think about this, uh, tar spot has just exploded, and it's one of those situations where it, you don't realize it sometimes until it's too late. And once you're at that point, there's not much that you can do, Dell. No, once you see the lesions of tar spots, you've probably had tar spot for at least two, maybe three weeks. And, and you can mitigate some of the some of the damage at that point in time with, with a fungicide application, but you've already been infected. So your, your, part of your yield loss has already incurred. And so that's our program is all about and how we manage it going forward is obviously hybrids that hopefully have more resistance and our fungicide program has to be pretty stringent. And, and it's all about prevention, keeping it out of there to keep to keep that yield potential intact. And it's also something too, we're, we're learning a lot about, as you mentioned, we're looking at new hybrid technologies, et cetera. Um, what would you say to some farmers maybe who are just now experiencing tar spot, maybe they're seeing it for the first time. I, what would be your recommendation having dealt with it now for a few years, Dell? Well, I think part of the first step would be to select those hybrids that are more tolerant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you need to be very proactive on your scouting and your herbis or your fungicide applications as, as if you're gonna have one, or if you're not making a fungicide application at this point in time, you really need to, to study that, uh, make those preparations now, because obviously with our supply chain issues and the application equipment that it takes to get it done, those, those preparations need to be made well in advance and you can't just roll in and say, I need to do it today and oh yeah, get me the stuff. So, so all that groundwork and that systems approach is, is, has to be laid early on. And uh, great point you made there, making sure you have that plan in place because, as we know, so many different issues, supply chains and the cost of inputs. And, you know, we, I think we tell a lot, of, uh, a lot of our producers, you know, work with a retailer, not only have plan A, but B, C, D, E, F, G, H, et cetera. And obviously with tar spot being an issue, uh, as you mentioned, it's even more paramount, Dell. Well, yes, and, and you know, it's one of those things that uh, – you can make that plan shift a little bit as you go mm-hmm. forward, depending on the weather conditions, because Mother Nature still has has the final say <laughs> in all that. And and uh, there there are times where you may want to 
you know, be preemptive. And if you've got a lot of heat stress and, and, and temperature stress and that kind of stuff, you may want to go a little earlier and then maybe figure on a second application to help help buy you some, you know, plant health on the backside. But I think the first of it starts with selecting genetics that have some tolerance to it and then making a plan to, to make your fungicide applications in a timely manner. Dale, before I let you go, real quick, I should just ask a little more, maybe a happier note. Uh, harvest season wrapped up. Things go all right here in, in your deck of the woods this year? We were very fortunate. Uh, we had an average bean crop, uh, which we marked as a victory with the, some of the weather conditions we had, and our corn crop was record. And I think uh, we didn't have the weather to have a record corn crop. But I think a lot of it was, for us, was our systems approach and, and our, our plant health management that, that let us achieve that. But we were very blessed. Dell, appreciate a few minutes of your time. Thanks so much for joining me, and uh, hopefully we'll get to talk to you again in the future. Be glad to anytime.